Hello, 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 and welcome to Zippity Doo Disney, the podcast where we help you make the most of your Disney vacation using tips from experienced people just like you. So sit tight and let's get started. Hi, welcome to episode three of Zippity Doo Disney. I'm your host, Eric Frenchman. And in this episode, we will be going over steps four and five of surviving the most crowded days in Disney World. Step four is a little step that I like to call Disney doesn't wait for you, you wait for Disney. And step five, the final step, probably the most important one, remember to enjoy yourselves. So that's it. Let's go on that ride. Step four, Disney doesn't wait for you, you wait for Disney. What this means is that Disney transportation is all over the place. It's really, really well done. But you got to remember something. If you need to get on a bus, you need to catch a boat to get to a show, they're not waiting for you. They're just not going to. When they get filled or when they think they have the right amount of people, they leave. They close the gate and they tell you, hey, another boat, another bus is coming. So keep that in mind. Disney doesn't wait for you. You wait for Disney, and the first time you experience this is when you get off in Orlando. Let's say you're you're flying into Orlando Airport, and you automatically get a Magical Express as long as you register your flight information with Disney. And when you get off the when you get off your plane, don't get your bags because that's one of the best things about Magical Express. They're gonna take your bags for you, so you go straight over into Orlando. You follow the signs. And you go to Disney's Magical Express. I'm going to give you a tip in a second about how I avoid Disney's Magical Express. And that's my suggestion to you once you hear what happens. So you check in. And then you get in a queue for your hotel. You're not going to be the only hotel on this bus. Keep that in mind. So you're going to wait. And then they're finally going to let you on your bus. And you're going to be on a bus with probably two other uh, hotel people staying in other hotels. So what happens is once that bus gets filled, or to a certain point when they know how many people you know they're supposed to get, then they go off to the bus. They go off to the hotels, and if you're lucky, you get off at the first stop. If you're unlucky, like if you're at the Contemporary, you're usually like the third stop. So that's when you sort of learn this lesson early on that Disney's not going to wait for you. You're waiting for Disney. You want to get going, you want to go to your hotel, or you want to go to the parks, that's not the way to do it. Yeah, it's free. Yeah, it's comfortable. But here's what I do. I walk off the plane. I head down towards the Magical Express. I don't check in for Magical Express. If you call in, they tell you you need to. I don't think you really need to. They're going to get your bags anyway because you got your tags on there. Your Disney tags that they send you in the mail once you register, in case you didn't know that. I walk off and I get in a cab and I go straight to the parks, whichever park I decided I'm going to on day one. That usually costs somewhere around $70. It's not cheap, but it's worth it. You get to the park sooner or you get to your hotel sooner and you can start your day. And I think that's a critical part of this week. It's not so easy navigating the parks and navigating where you're going and where you're eating. 
And I don't want to wait. I don't want to wait for the Magical Express. I don't care it's free. Uh, I'd rather pay for an Uber. Actually, it's a Lyft. You want to you want to really use Lyft out in, in the Magic Kingdom. Uh, but I want to get to where I'm going, and I'm not taking the Magical Express. It's costing me some money. They are getting my bags, so you don't have to worry about that. Unless they change it sometime, but right now, since I've been doing this for a long time, I don't I don't take the Magical Express when I'm going to the parks or when I when I first get to Orlando. I let them, I let Disney get the bags. I do take the Magical Express going home, but that's a little later on. But anyway, I pay for an Uber, Lyft, or a cab, and I get to where I'm going right away. The next part of step involves what happens now that you're you're in the parks or you know it's a it's a day and you're waking up and you got to go somewhere um you got you're going to take advantage most likely of disney transportation so that's the monorails the buses the boats depending on where you're staying or you're walking if you're if you're lucky enough to be ne- near one of the parks that you're going to the bus stops are crowded yeah you got an app which is awesome. You got an app that's telling you in your hotel on, on your on your Disney app, it'll tell you when the when the next bus is arriving so you could time it. But you just can't rush up at the last minute and jump on a bus. It doesn't work that way this week. It's too crowded. Yeah, it'll happen once in a while, but you don't want to count on that. So if you got a fast pass reservation at Soaring and Epcot and you're you're staying over at the Contemporary and you're taking a bus, you want to give yourself plenty of time to get down to that bus stop. If you know the bus is coming, say, at 9.15 and your fast pass reservations at 10.15, you get down there a little early. You line up. You hang out a little bit. Maybe, again, if you're at the near the Contemporary, you go get yourself a cup of coffee at the little kiosk out there. That's really cute. Maybe get a little breakfast item and you wait. Then the bus comes up and you're like, woohoo, bus is here. Everybody's excited. Oh, wait a second. There's a couple folks that are in scooters. Uh, I, I get it. My, my mom's gone with us to Disney World. We get her a scooter. I understand. But when there's a scooter there, they're going to they're gonna get the scooter on first. And that's a, that's a whole process. Not, not, a, not a big deal. But again, if you're, if you're trying to get to a reservation and, they're gonna, and you're going to miss it, you gotta you gotta allow yourself some time because this week there's more people in scooters than there were the previous week. So you gotta give yourself plenty of time. Yes, once in a while you could you could jump on that bus at the last minute and get lucky. And that does happen. What I'm trying to tell you is if here's my other tip on this part. If you need to get somewhere by 10 o'clock, you gotta figure you gotta give yourself at least 45 minutes. From the time you get down there to the time you got to get where you're going. Because you got to get on the bus. Maybe you got to wait in line. Maybe you're going to miss the bus because it's too full. Maybe there's two people and getting in scooters and that's a, that's a little longer process. And then you and then maybe you get on a bus where there's a stop or not on the way to the park. But let's imagine there isn't. Now you got to get through security. Probably going to have bags. Um, so you got you, you got to get through security. And then, and then you got to check in. You you got to scan in your you got to scan in with your band. This all takes time. There's lines. And then usually the 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 ride that you want to go on is not standing right in front of you. The only time that works is when you work walk in the Epcot. 
But if you got a fast pass that's soaring or test track, you got to get over there. It takes time. Don't make yourself late. Leave yourself plenty of time. 45 minutes to get where you're going that week. Unless you can walk to it. So let's say, for example, you miss your bus. And you want to get to your fast pass reservation. Or you want to get to your dinner reservation. Call a lift. Usually, or, or a cab. That's fine too. I'm not anti-cab, a pro-cab, pro-lift. It's usually around 20 bucks to get anywhere around the mag- you know, the D- Disney World of Florida. So if you're staying at, like, like we do, Bay Lake Tower or Contemporary, and you get a lift and you want to go to Hollywood Studios, that's about a $20 lift cab ride. There's, there's, you know, maybe there's a party of four or five of you, you get in one lift, boom, 20 bucks. Saved you time. Gets to gets you where you need to get to, and you don't have to worry so much about other people getting onto the bus. Or you know, if you miss it, you you, you miss the bus that you're trying to get on. You had a twenty minute wait. The other thing is a little corollary to the to this about the lifts or the cabs. Just remember another thing with the Disney transportation. This has nothing to do with this week in general. You can't go from hotel to hotel if you're going to go from if you're going to the Contemporary. For dinner, and you're staying at the Animal Kingdom Lodge, there's no direct Disney transportation. You need to go to a park, or you need to go to the Ticketed Transportation Center somewhere, and you got to transfer to a Disney transportation. So you go hotel to park or Disney transportation, Ticketed Transportation Center, and then you go to the next hotel you're going to, or you bypass all that rigmarole. And you go right for the left. Again, probably going to cost you about 20 bucks. And finally, in this step, let's talk about shows. You got your dinner shows, like our favorite Hoopty Doo review. Then you have the shows that are so, sort of in the parks, like Beauty and the Beast, um, at Hollywood Studios, The Lion King, over in Animal Kingdom, Indiana Jones. And then you even got your fireworks and your, and your parades. So your, your dinner one, same idea. You want to give yourself plenty of time. You got to get to where you go and you got to check in. What happens at those dinner shows, they start on time. If it's an, if it's an 8 o'clock show, they start at 8 o'clock. Because remember, Disney doesn't wait for you. You wait for Disney. So if you want to be there on time for the show, get yourself seated. You know, at these dinner shows, get yourself a couple of drinks or whatever. I'm not saying you got to be there an hour beforehand. You got a dinner reservation. You don't need to get there an hour beforehand, but get yourself settled. Because remember, they're starting to show on time. And Disney's not going to wait for you to get there. You wait for Disney. So get there a little early. Get yourself relaxed. Then when it comes to some of these shows are inside the park, you know, non-reservations. Now, you you can fast pass like Indiana Jones, but that's a waste of a fast pass. The only time you want to do Indiana Jones is you already blew through your your three fast passes for the day. You know, your your first three. And now you can add another one and you're looking around going, well, what's available this week? Not much. Can't can't get on any of the popular rides. You're not going to find a fast pass for Slinky Dog um, later on in the day. So may, maybe use a fast pass for Indiana Jones. But generally speaking, you don't need a fast pass. Fast pass people get in first. Fast pass people are going to get a spot closer to the stage. Even this year, we waited in line without a fast pass. We got in. We enjoyed the Indiana Jones sh- Indiana Jones show. We had a good time. Same thing with Beauty and the Beast and Lion King. One of the things you got to remember about these shows, again, they there's limited amount of people. There's a lot that could get into these shows. There's a limited amount. So you want to get there maybe 
20 minutes beforehand, half hour, maybe to wait on the line to make sure you get in. But you got to you got to wait a little bit. Don't fast pass them unless, you know, you've already gone through your three and then you go fast pass them again. Um, you know, you can you use another fast pass or make another fast pass. Blah. Um, so but give yourself some time so you make sure you get in. But don't wait an hour for those shows because you, you'll you'll get into them. And finally, the parades and the and the fireworks. We talked about that before in one of the other two episodes that we've done. But generally speaking, you for this week, if you want a spot, a decent spot at the parade, I gave you some tips on where, where I like to go over by the Liberty Bell. But you want to give yourself at least an hour. Find yourself a spot. You don't need to line up. Two, three hours ahead of time. You'll see people doing that, hanging out. You know, if yeah, if you want to be down Main Street, and you want a spot, okay. But you'll you could get a good spot where you see the parade, and maybe an hour beforehand, forty five minutes. Same thing with the fireworks that that day, especially the earlier fireworks. This year we actually messed up. We were we we're on one side of the park, and. We, we were over by the circus and we wanted extra autographs. There was the lines weren't so bad for autographs that week. Um, they weren't as long as I was expecting. So we wanted to get the great Goofini. Uh, we want to get, you know, Daisy Duck. So so we waited a little longer. And so by the time we were trying to get to our favorite spot to watch the early fireworks, which is on the bridge between Tomorrowland and, you know, the area right in front of the castle right in the middle, um, that bridge was closed off. And so, okay, so then I had a backup plan. I was trying to get in back of the ca the castle over by Fantasyland, but there was no spots, and they were directing you around. So we actually ended up watching them from over by Seven Dwarfs Mine, which wasn't a bad place to watch them. We saw the fireworks. The only problem with the fireworks, when you're way in back of the castle like we were, it, it's not as synchronized. It, it's not as pretty because... Because the fireworks, when you see them from the front, they're over the castle. That's great. That's what you want. You want to be over. You want to see the fireworks over the castle. But when you're in back of the castle, the fireworks are are pretty far back. So then you're not getting the synchronization between the fireworks and the view of the castle. You're just seeing awesome fireworks, which we enjoy. So even uh, an expert like myself messed it up, but it was okay. People were a little disappointed, but we got it. Oh, you know, we got our picture taken with the great graffiti. That's pretty good. So, again, in this critical step, step four, just remember, Disney doesn't wait for you. You wait for Disney. You got to give yourself plenty of time to get to where you're going. And just, you know, relax. Get there a little early. Don't don't always try and be perfect because it's not going to, it may not happen this week. Yep. Yeah. We got to step five. Step five, the final step. Enjoy yourself. Look, I know this week is complicated, but it's worth it. It's the happiest time of the year, right? So just take a deep breath. Follow my tips. Come up with your own, you know, ones that work for your family. Listen, there, like I said earlier in my very first episode, there's a ton of blogs. There's, there's a bunch of podcasts you can listen to. Everybody's got their own tips for what worked for them, what worked for their family. Figure out what worked for you. Use my tips. Put something together. Look at it as a start. 
You know why this time of year is awesome? You know why I still go year after year? And I think once my daughter finally graduates high school, I still might be going this year, this time of year. You know why? I'll tell you why. I'm gonna give you I'm gonna give you what I love best about this time of year, what makes it different. First the hotels. Yeah, every hotel's decorated. You'd expect that. But every hotel's got something special. In the contemporary, there's this giant chocolate display. I love it. I take the picture by it every year. I have pictures going back many years in front of that chocolate display. The Grand Floridian, they got this great gingerbread house. Go over to the boardwalk. They got this cool display, this candy house display of the Boardwalk Bakery. All the parks, all the hotels, they all have Christmas trees. Oh, wait, as Disney likes to call them, they're holiday trees. They're huge. We take, we got pictures taken in front of all of them. We got, you know, I didn't get one ever taken in front of the Contemporary because that's out by the road. But believe me, every year I go, I want to get that picture in front of it. But we go, you know, you go to the Magic Kingdom, you get your picture taken in front of it. You go to the Animal Kingdom, you get your picture taken. Epcot, you know, there's topiaries all over Epcot for, for the holidays. It's awesome. All the parks are decorated. You go to the Magic Kingdom, if you want to pay a little extra, there's the Mickey's Very Merry Christmas Party. So you, you pay extra for you and your family. You get a special ticket. They close the park to everybody else. You have to have this extra pass. Yeah, it's a little extra money. Yeah, I haven't gone to it since my kids were little, but it was fun the first time. You get your own special parade. You get special treats. There's candy. The The park is less crowded than it is during the day because you got to pay extra for it. You get a special fireworks. It's fun. Hollywood Studios, they have this awesome laser show. It comes right out. It, it, it goes down Sunset Boulevard. It emanates from the Tower of Terror. There's fake snow. Everybody's having a blast. It's a good time. It's not as good as the old Osborne Christmas Spectacular, which we look forward to. We went there every year that we were there that time of year, even if we went in November and we got lucky enough and we and, and they just opened it. I'm not going to go into what the Osborne Christmas show is because it doesn't exist anymore, but look it up online if you want to see some of my old videos. It was a blast. Um, the old streets of New York was transformed into this amazing light show with with Christmas music and everybody's taking pictures and fake snow. Eh, the one on Sunset Boulevard, that's pretty good too. I miss the Osborne show. Um, if you want, again, if you want to know more, drop me an email, look them up online. Epcot has a candlelight processional. That's awesome. That you should get somebody really super famous. Um, there's special foods. There's special cupcakes. There's there's special, you know, you get the, the Santa candied apple. I love eating that. I get that every year. It's, it's, it's a great time. There's special toys, t-shirts, special characters. I always like getting my picture taken with Santa Goofy. Didn't get it done this year. There was like a 45-minute wait. People wanted to do other things, so I didn't get it done. But look, it's a, it's a lot of fun. Yeah, it's crowded. Uh, I think once my, my daughter graduates high school and I don't need to, I don't have to go between Christmas and New Year's, I think deep down I'm going to miss it. So, I think I'll keep going. Maybe that's a little shocked as my friends and family are hearing that. But now, instead of maybe having four to six of us going, it'll just be, you know, two or three people. And it'll be a little easier. So, that's it. That's steps one through five of 
surviving the most crowded days in Disney World. I really appreciate you listening. If you get a chance, leave me a comment. Good or bad, I want to hear what you have to say. Um, leave me a rating. That'll make it easier. I know people have already actually heard episodes one and two. I can see the popularity. I appreciate it. Uh, I know the name isn't as easy to find. Uh, I, I went back and forth on the name of the podcast. And I even got some questions from people on uh, the spelling of it. I tried to spell it just like the original song. So that's why there's an H. But anyway, I, I got plenty of ideas. I'm working on episode four already. And I, I'm going to I'm gonna let you know what I think, where I, where I think are good places to eat park by park. I'm going to give you the tips that I used when my kids were little. Um, we, we now go with my mother a couple times. And mom, mom is fine. She can walk around, but it's a lot of walking. So we get the scooter. So I'll have a very funny episode on scooter tips. Yes, mom, you're going to be featured in a podcast. Uh, where, where are the best places to take pictures? I got a lot. Of, I got a lot of ideas. I got a lot of good episodes coming up. So again, thanks for going on this ride with me. I'll talk to you soon.